0: I, I will wait. I'll wait until we get more into it because the whole print Marcel people being like, we need more Marceline and bubblegum. Guess when they actually came out as queer together? Guess when they actually started dating in canon? Not just the writers talking at a fucking expo, the very last fucking episode. The last fucking episode. So don't well, yeah, that's tell me, we need more Princess and bubblegum and Marceline when you have like, yes, you did minor things. You did quite literally queer coding throughout the whole season. Then the writer at the fucking expo Um, i have it right here august 7th 2014 at a fucking book signing uh signing um they were like yes um prince uh princess bubblegum and marceline um have dated in the past that is why there's tensions between the two nowhere was that really referenced yes there was like little instances right and then the last episode they got back together and they kissed
1: that I was think it. it's interesting because I think that what um, they were trying to say in the article that I read was that like queer coding isn't good, bad, or neutral. No, or, I read sorry, the same bad, article,
0: hundred percent. I just think it's kind of BS that it's like everyone's like we need more. <laughs> it's like no, no I'm
1: we like we need, we need more better. Shira where it's like explicit.
0: Yeah, and like do better. Don't wait until the final episode. Don't confirm it in 2014, and then when the f- show finally fucking ended in like what I think was it 2017 that show ended. I actually can't remember that. Um, then be like oh yeah by the way they were they were together and it's like what who and are I know you jk rowling i was just <laughs> as excited as everyone else because obviously marceline was like one of my favorite characters i loved princess bubblegum um i actually just liked a lot of the characters in that show but it's like don't like i'm not saying you can't celebrate the small victories because you should but just don't
1: but don't like also allow being them, is in fucking yeah, don't victory. allow
0: them to bait you for yeah. how many seasons and then give you what you want the final episode yeah and then be like yeah by the way we're done thank yeah. you so much she yeah. great example of that as well finally having she and Katra together and then being like oh peace we're done we're done making it have fun enjoy okay, that yeah
1: she-ra yeah. and Katra though um that was just like the rest of the characters were queer. Everybody was queer. Everybody. No, knew I know, it. but
0: at the end to finally kind of because you know in certain aspects I found Shira had a couple moments with, um, Bo, right? So it wasn't like yes, okay, it. It, it was more explicit in certain characters, but I think to finally get at the end, be like, oh yeah, we love each other. We're okay. Boom. Final episode. Like, that's just kind of BS. Like, why can't we see the, that, how they grow together or anything like that? Like, you're not giving us anything. You're going, hey, here you go here. Here um they ended up happily ever after. It's like, well, you know, it'd be really great if there could be like, you know, maybe um people in queer relationships actually thriving and actually seeing those relationships played out instead of being like, and here they're together happily ever after credits. It's kind of BS. I don't know.
1: That's just Oh my god, I love how much it pissed you off and how much you're like, I'm I'm so here for this (laughs) because it like it actually kind of like cleared things up for me because like at first. When I was talking about like queer, co- okay, we know what we need to start over. We need to start over. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, went on a huge tangent as per usual. No,
1: it's that's exactly where we go. You know what? Honestly, we're gonna start the podcast with that and put in the guitar riff. Yeah. Insert guitar riff here. <laughs> 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 it still reminds
0: me of Seinfeld, just like the littlest bit.
1: Okay um welcome I'm, back uh, to how to be queen welcome back welcome back, hey, welcome back. Hello, hello welcome back
0: yes
1: this is sam's <laughs> champagne birthday you guessed it it's the 24th <laughs> of january of
0: aquarius
1: january.
0: baby that's right. me. Um, um, um,
1: that's right we in uh, entered aquarius season how are you feeling one it's aquarium. the
0: age of Aquarius. Uh that's all the words I know. Uh
1: that's I, feel good. I don't even I feel know that. I feel very so.
0: excited. Um
1: I feel very pleased this... and scared to be here.
0: Yeah. I know <laughs> I feel good. It's my champagne birthday. I feel like um I think I've said this to you. I've probably said it to everyone. If 24 finally feels like the right age for me. <laughs> <laughs> because up until now I've been saying I am 19 I'm 20 I'm 21 and I've been like 23 or 22 or like whatever or when I was 19 I thought I was way older than I was and I was like nah girl you were like 18 <laughs> when you were 19 um but no I feel like this is finally like kind of like the right age for me with everything going on I also feel a little like mildly defeated but I'm also kind of like no it's good you like everything all, right. all this <laughs> needs to happen and like maybe not needs to happen, but like all of this is happening and like, you're taking it on as you go. Um, yeah. I'm challenging myself personally this year to kind of revoke my negative self-talk and actually do things that I want to do. And it doesn't no. need to be perfect, which is really difficult as somebody who cannot not be perfect.
1: <laughs> I feel.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's my little BS about my birthday. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's not even BS. That's absolutely true. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome.
0: My mom looked at my bangs the other day and she was like, those are fucking crooked, Samantha. And I was like, yes, I know, but I just do not care.
1: Who cares, (laughs) not me. I'll tell you that for free. It's a luck, ma. It's a a luck.
0: It's like, you went to school for hairdressing and you can't even cut your bangs? Yep. 100%.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like hairdressers don't do their own stuff. Oh, hell no. But how are you my- supposed to be, how are you supposed to see shit? Like they, the hair, like when you're like looking at me, you cut my bangs all proper and shit,
0: you know?
1: <laughs> anyway, don't worry about yeah, it.
0: I feel you. Like I you feel see you. my
1: face differently than I see my face.
0: Oh yeah. hundred percent.
1: So anyway. anyway.
0: So this episode is about queer coding. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so that's when you code a character in a TV show, movie, book, whatever the fuck as queer. So, like, they aren't explicitly queer. They don't ever come out or they don't necessarily like say, hey, I'm gay, hey, I'm whatever, but yeah. they are queer. And you they know, it's like, you're like.
0: But I want to like say that, like, a lot of the time when queer coding's done, it's very stereotypical. Oh, yeah. Very like.
1: It's based on stereotype. That's the whole problem.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> it's not even like an accurate depiction of real queer people as a whole no. but yeah a lot of the time it's like stereotypical one of the ones that i felt i had no idea was considered queer coded was scar i do not yeah. at all at all consider him queer coded at all okay. what he looked at his paw like it was his nails like
1: <laughs> that is a gay man if i've ever seen one that is a straight <laughs> that is like i know i get it he's like he's one of the like queers for trump but like he's he's gay <laughs> I
0: just, yeah i just was kind of like what the fuck I don't understand this and then I was like looking up obviously like queer characters things like that like you know very popular ones which is like Ursula
1: um I want you to tell me a Disney fucking villain that is not queer coded give me one
0: they're all like they're definitely all like very much uh depicted after like drag queens I have no doubt about that like the um I don't remember the um not like live action maleficent but like in the sleeping beauty movie even i know she was like she looks like a drag queen
1: she looks like a straight up drag queen in fucking the live action one too they're all fucking the the thing with the like um what they were talking about in the disney villain ones is that like the thing with them is that like the women villains are often like kind of outside of like sexual norms where they're like or gender norms, where they're, like, oh, like, they're, okay, when you contrast the villains to the heroes, that's when you see the queerness, so, like, yeah. there's, like, Snow White, who's, like, oh, she, oh I'm, a, I'm a beautiful little tiny like, lady,
0: and I just to, like, yeah, and then you have, like, the sinner, no, totally, like, I was looking up, like, why queer coding even happened, yes, So, like, in the film industry, where they're, like, saying in the 50s and 60s, you know, yeah. it wasn't, like they used to before and it's in the um forgetting the movie what was it called again and it has it was about like trans people oh disclosure thank you so i was watching disclosure and then it was like it it even referenced that like um even before it became like not okay to put it in the film it was in the film industry being queer coded and then all of a sudden they're like no we can't advocate for this this is wrong so like every time that they so they weren't allowed to put any sort of queer character any like Okay, queer character who wasn't like a fucking villain. And then they, like in the 50s and 60s, like, yeah, you can put it in there, but as long as they're like sinners and they die. Yeah. And it's like, gotta
1: make them die, bury the gays.
0: Yeah. Like, bury the gays, make them feel really bad about themselves. Like, yeah. make sure we've really made it evident that it is not okay.
1: Make sure they know. Make sure yeah. the queers know. Um, so, uh, what you're referring to without directly saying it is the Hayes Code. Yeah. It's associated with the Hays Code, which was enforced from the 1940s. It's a set of moral guidelines that regulated censorship of American movies mm-hmm. and, among others, banned any inference of sexual perversion, a.k.a. anything that's not hetero. Yeah. So that outright banning was like, okay, well, we can't show it, but what we're going to do is instead we're going to show it. Yeah. But well, we're not going to say, say it. it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like, we need we need a villain anyway, and these people are villains.
1: Yeah. And then in the um 60s when the gay rights movement started to pick up like a whole bunch of pace they started to be like okay well we need some representation and so then people were like okay well how do we capitalize on this like huge like marginalized market and like not run the risk of true representation so like how do we get like queer people all up in here Mm -hmm. and like loving these people and that's what happened in the disney renaissance when we got like the fucking like lion king when we got um the little mermaid pardon
0: hades yeah we got hades
1: we got ursula we got jafar we got like all these like queer-coded characters oh even pocahontas um general ratcliffe i think is his name governor ratcliffe like he's literally wearing pink and has bows in his hair yeah
0: yeah i can't uh, like Pocahontas and like Peter Pan like rewatched those and I was like I was obsessed with Peter Pan and I can't even watch it I was watching it and I was like I can't believe this is my favorite movie growing up this is fucking awful yeah that's fair awful how many true, times like- they say the s-word in that movie Yikes. is fucking beyond it's me and that like I think it's great that they've put that like warning beforehand like these are outdated terms but I think Disney really needs to do afterwards is have like a yeah is have people from Disney or whatever people come in and explain it like this is why it's wrong this is what it meant this is why like and like dissect it so if kids are deciding to watch Peter Pan the parents can put on this or the guardians whatever can put on this afterwards and be like and this is why this morning was in the front and blah 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 and like have it in terms of like I mean, children understand a lot more than people give them credit for. And I think people are starting to realize that. Um, but I think like that would mean way more for Disney to do. But that's like a whole other topic. But like, I just think about that a lot. And I'm like, Peter Pan just blatantly on there and it's saying slurs. Yeah. And they have not done anything to rectify that. They have not explicitly said that that word's inappropriate. And yeah. meanwhile, like for my, my partner, my boyfriend, that was a word that was used against him and his mother all the time.
1: It's not okay. And you know what? Honestly, like even in um, at the beginning of the pandemic, when Megan Thee Stallion had that song that was literally named what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And there were people who are indigenous who were all over TikTok and were like, I just I can't handle the amount of people that are like doing these dances to this song that's not neutral.
0: No, no, it's um, it's it's a derogatory term. It is a very disrespectful, disgusting term. And I just like it, I was like, they didn't do anything to even like mildly take that out of there
1: no not even a little bit
0: um but anyway that's a whole other thing but um yeah I don't know um back on queer (laughs) (laughs) um
1: Um, I want to discuss the difference between um just quickly as a tangent I want to discuss the difference between queer baiting and queer coding did you um yes I did look
0: up queer baiting which is somewhere in my
1: notes let me find it so and a great like huge big example of queer baiting um is jk rowling yeah a system (laughs) motherfucker
0: depicts we're gonna bleep that out i'm sure yes no (laughs) uh a system by which creators depict an obviously queer relationship without acknowledging it thank you i found it (laughs) i was like what's the technical term yeah yeah jk rowling 100 actually a lot of things like we could pretty much say again, Princess Bubblegum and Marceline. (laughs) We're baiting for the longest time and then acknowledgement at the very end, which really brings my blood to a boil.
1: Like, it's kind of just like, okay, hey, everybody, guess what? Um, Dumbledore is gay, go and read it again so that you can like.
0: And then you look at it and you're like, there's nothing in there that even remotely makes sense. And then you had all those people making those really horrible comments about Dumbledore and you're just like, no, honey, he this is actually this was like a bs thing to sell more books to to cater to the obvious market of the individual still reading this book and exactly. still being so into it like
1: <laughs> one of the biggest most recent um queer baiting things was um the controversy around um the beauty and the beast live action
0: oh yes where um not Gaston, but his um
1: this a little fun sidekick. I forget his name.
0: I know I'm forgetting it too.
1: My apologies. Blank in here. I
0: can I can like hear the song in my head because that was like my favorite movie growing up. But like, I can't I can't put it. It's, together.
1: Okay, it's okay. I don't even remember. But, yeah, know. they were
0: at the end. They were like, he was gay, and I was like, but like nothing in that movie even like
1: not a single it reference
0: have made sense for the live action opposed to the animated one a little bit like ever so slightly if you rewatch it. But then at the end to have like no. Like, what kind of fucking crap is that? Garbage. Absolute crap.
1: Another recent example, if you wanted to, um, like, really look into it, would be Lando Calrissian um, in the most recent adaptation. I don't even know which movie he was in. But he was like, oh, yeah, Lando Calrissian's pansexual. And when you watch it, you're like, he's just kind of hypersexual with everybody. So, like, it's not really, (laughs) like... He's not Pan. There's, he's not with a bunch of people. He's not. And that's not what Pan is. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: uh, yeah, no, I feel like if we were to look at literally any sort of um, modern TV show, you would see queer baiting in almost every single thing. Oh, my God. And, and whether it's in one episode or if it's like a, um like a character that's like a focal point. <clears throat> sorry.
1: Excuse the fuck out of you.
0: I know, I choked on my saliva, like gave me a little tickle. Oh, for
1: God's sake, we're just talking too fast.
0: I know. Um, But yeah.
1: I love it. I'm here for it.
0: One thing I also wanted to talk about, which I kind of already referenced earlier in our beginning of this, our beginning tangent. Yes. Was um, in that article that I feel like we probably read the same one, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was kind of like how you can kind of dissect queer coding further and kind of look at your own internal biases to kind of figure that you're, you know, you're kind of putting queer people into a box and assuming that they are one specific way, you know, like, again, let's look at Scar. To me, I didn't notice anything inherently queer about him besides him looking at his paw. Again, I haven't watched Lion King in a hot minute. It really upsets me, like his dad dying. I just like, it's not my kind of-
1: Don't put yourself Um, through that.
0: No, no, thank you. And like, maybe a couple other things, the way he kind of holds himself, but that's like, really limited information to make a entire judgment call on what this character's sexuality could be because it's just looking at this you know what I mean like you're kind of looking at your internal biases and you're thinking oh somebody who cares about the way their their hand looks yeah gay gay man that's what it
1: is that's gay 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 gay, gay, gay.
0: and I get it you know like a part of it is that like as somebody who's queer, you're so desperately seeking something to find in media that like yeah. you can relate to. 100% makes sense. Like that's why fan fictions, Wattpad, they took off because it's creating characters, furthering the storyline when it's ended, and like finding comfort in those characters instead of like letting them go. But I just feel like it's just creating, like it's also feeding into the biases that, you know, queer people are so desperately trying to eliminate. Yeah. Like for instance, I was thinking of like Shira scorpia scorpia and catra like i found scorpia and catra i found what was it scorpio you and i agreed we were like kind of androgynous same with catra yep. like i think they carried a lot of androgynous like yeah movies. they're like
1: non-binary mm-hmm. fun individuals. Yeah,
0: 100 percent. but at the same note just because somebody appears androgynous it doesn't mean a not, not a woman exactly you know what i mean so it's yeah. like Yes, like, I'm so stoked. she was great. I'm so glad you made me watch it. I really loved it. I was kind of pissed at the end, but that's fine. Well, it's all good. <laughs> but I think, like, it's it's hard because it's, like, you want to have these characters and you want to acknowledge it. And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, she a step in the right direction. And we're not at a place yet where we can have a limitless amount of unbiased Un- like non-stereotypical characters but at the same time it's like it's also so dangerous on the other hand because it's we're also with the gen Zs yeah. experiencing such a limitless amount of like variation in in gender identity and all these other things so it's like fuck like
1: <laughs> I think that <laughs> like <laughs> no agreed I think that honestly what um the problem with queer coding, because it's not inherently bad, it's just that the way that it's been taken is bad. Is so like, if you only make villains queer, that's the problem. Gay mm-hmm. people and queer people can be bad and good, just as straight people can be bad and good. Like that's, there aren't only good straight people and there aren't only bad gay people. Like that's not what it is.
0: We can even take it like, you know, you're saying to me, you're like, Deadpool's, what was he, Pan? He's Pan, yeah. right? Which yeah. I like, I think I had known that already. Again, he's like an anti-hero. And then you have the other character. um, I can't remember what she is, but she gets a girlfriend in the second movie. And again, she's very like, don't fuck with me. Very like, you're an idiot. Like very like to the point, sarcastic, kind of like mildly cynical. And it's like, again, but like her girlfriend is like different spectrum where it's like super happy, little kawaii girl. And that's great, but like no- more depth was given to her <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's like fitting into that mold don't get me wrong I'm like deadpool's great love deadpool but like a mold that it's like
1: exactly. man <laughs> like why are only queer people complex make straight people complex too make them good and bad make
0: that's like, impossible like- <laughs> <a> <laughs> Just kidding.
1: they can't be good <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're in this mess because of them.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. People get your shit together. Um, so yeah, honestly though, like at the root of it, queer coding and studying queer coding is meant to be an academic tool to dissect like what is gender what does sexuality mean right now like how do we like move forward and not let people think that they're bad because they're fucking only represented by villains how do we get to a place where ursula is not your only fucking drag race or drag queen representation like we are getting there but like also
0: it's been a long and tedious battle to even get to this point where people are like identifying the root of the problem where it's like okay it's like shouldn't have taken this long since it's been going on since like the 40s yeah actually even further beyond that but yeah yeah, like with
1: regard to like the academic tool it's kind of like seeing like queer coding is less about being gay versus straight and masculine versus feminine it's more like they have different worldviews. they see the world in a different way that is more complex they're being attacked for who they are and are and we represent we see that as queer people we're like oh that person like is complex i'm complex too like i'm being attacked for these things and then i go and do something and it's because of that thing that was done to me and it's like okay well stop abusing me then like i don't know and if you look at like okay i found this fun analogy where it was like if you look at a cyborg cyborgs are
0: we half, read the same article yeah, <laughs>
1: we did so cyborgs are half human half um like, well, they're not really half human, half whatever, but, like, it's not a a dichotomy, they're,
0: and then they're AI, yeah, Yeah.
1: they are their own thing, though, like, they're a complex being, because they're not human, they're not, um, uh, what's the other thing, machine, (laughs) um, (laughs) they're not either one, but they are both, like, they've got complexities, and they can show you, like, hey, this is what it means to be a machine, hey, machines, this is what it means to be a human, and it shows kind of, that um like for example okay so this is what i was thinking about with regard to that pre-contact let's call it 1941 okay okay in 1941 people who were indigenous who were two-spirit or were um queer were highly regarded they were like revered and it was because they could see both sides they could be like hey this is why this is complex this is what it means to be a man and to be a woman and these are the nuances in between it's a more specific worldview um and they have less inhibited ways of seeing the world because of that yeah and so queer coding yeah anyway
0: no I think that's like I yeah I thought the cyborg one like was a little like I was like oh yeah okay 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 yeah so I was like I really like this metaphor (laughs) but I think like bringing in this dude to spirit yeah 100% like I think yeah no I totally agree
1: Like so we can see like queer coded characters not because of their dresses, like the way that they dress or their mannerisms or their style, but because of the space that they occupy between the lines of society where like they're marginalized, but the role that they play is uncovering the truth of the narrative.
0: Yeah.
1: And like helping us to see it, but like stop killing the queer people.
0: (laughs) Or just like giving them bare minimum or acknowledging it at the very end. Sorry, that just really blood fucking makes my blood boil. Just like don't And like I, I like I said, like it's really important that like these people that are creating these shows are listening to their audiences or giving them what they want, you know. But I yeah. just think like it is really great that they are putting them in there and people can fit themselves into these characters and see those things. But it would be nice if it was inherently just like said. Yep. It shouldn't be something that we infer. It shouldn't be us piecing things together. It shouldn't be us going to Wattpad for strictly fan fictions. Just fucking it say it. Non-canon canon things. Like, just fucking put it in there. Exactly. Because no. Like, if we're going to talk about money, it will fucking sell. Mm-hmm. It
1: will. Oh, my God. Just, like, if you didn't queerbait, like, just actually fucking said it. Like, oh, my God. Do you know how fucking fast we would rush to that shit? Like, we would oh be like, God. oh, my God. We're putting all our money into this fucking company. Yeah. Because they are actually acknowledging us.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that, like, um, yeah, so just, like, back to the Marceline and Princess Bubblegum thing, if you decide to tie that back in here from the beginning when I was talking about it, I just think it's frustrating that at a fucking book signing, this person was like, hey, yeah, they're queer. And then in the final episode, finally had them kissing. It was like, oh, yeah, they're, they were, they previously dated and then they broke up. It's like, not once was that referenced. They had some difficulties, like, interacting in the show. But, like, what kind of fucking that's like that in my mind is comparing it to like jk rowling being like by the way dumbledore's gay yeah and it's like and this and they were uh, they they broke up
1: yeah no exactly no exactly okay so that's that's actually let's look at this for a sec okay so um dumbledore being gay and coming out as gay and being like oh like he's um into whatever the fuck his face is i don't even care um the then that's queer baiting and then if you compare it to the queer coding of Voldemort Mm -hmm. um, and his asexuality and we won't necessarily like get into why he's asexual but like there are many reasons why in the books he's asexual but then you look at the relationship between him and Bellatrix and a lot of people are like well the relationship like poor Bellatrix like she never had a chance and so it vilifies asexual people (laughs) and it's not okay. I should be Sorry, maybe I shouldn't say asexual. I should say aromantic. Voldemort is aromantic, not asexual.
0: Yeah, because I feel like didn't he have feelings for?
1: He didn't uh, have any feelings. Do not get it confused. He did not have feelings for Bellatrix.
0: No, not for Bellatrix. True. For Harry's mom.
1: No, that was Snape.
0: Oh, thank the, you. Sorry, yeah. I was getting. I was like, uh, no, you're no.
1: right. Also, Snape was queer coded, but we won't get into that one. Oh yeah, percent,
0: um, no doubt in my fucking mind. Yeah. But no, it's better. cool. But
1: like Voldemort, for example, is aromantic. He does. If you read the cursed child have sex, so he's not asexual necessarily. He could be asexual. I won't put it words into his mouth. We have no idea because it's not fucking canon.
0: Yeah. Yeah I just like I think I that's what I was gonna say I like I think in recent years with all the hullabaloo about JK Rowling being a freaking a fucking turf I just like have not put any interest like I wanted to buy the books and then I was like nope I'm gonna have to find them used so wish me luck on that endeavor to find like the covers that I want because people overcharge for them on other things but like I just was like I can't even bring myself to like openly because I wanted to reread them. Like, it's been so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've missed a lot. I don't even think I, like, finished all of them. But I just like can't even bring myself, like I'll watch the first like two movies and even as it like continues on, like I can't. Like I physically, am just like, man, like this really turned me off. Like it's you when I was talking about like, yeah, Friends is something that I grew up with and I used to love watching it. And then I watch it now and some things just haven't aged well. And although Harry Potter, amazing film, amazing actors and like the books are great too. It's just that like, I know this person who wrote this, this person that is getting money from this is such a shitty person that i i can't bring myself to want to even go down that right now and there's so many people on like wattpad and like fan fiction sites and things they've done so many like side things like the whole like fan group i don't know what are they called i'm forgetting it's not fan group what is it whatever that the 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 diehard fans are fucking amazing yeah and like on the extra mile to like fix jk rowling's mistakes
1: yeah
0: but i just like i, not I it's hard because you grow up watching that you love it so much and i know you're in the same way like you went to go see like all of those movies and it's like
1: yo we lined uh, up for one of the books i don't remember which one i'm not gonna lie to you but we lined up for the fucking books like my dad read it in one night yeah like you know what i mean
0: yeah like they're sister-
1: incredible books
0: Yeah. My sister like was the one who got really into it and like her dad and like my mom were always buying her the books. And because she was so into the books, we went to all the movies Mm. and we went to everything. And like, you know, I read the books because of my sister and like, it was such a big part of our family. Same with like Lord of the Rings. (laughs) We're really into that kind of shit as a family. (laughs) Fantasy is our shit. But like, yeah, I just, it's so, it's just like this little needling thing in the back of my mind that like once I read them, I'm sure I'll be fine. But it's just like, I can't bring myself to actually pay for a brand new set. Like, no, thank you. Also, no, I don't need to pay no, for it. No, it's set. just
1: so that you don't like give it to JK. She needs to not. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> um, she's, she's the main reason that we don't like those things anymore. It's just because like, she's the thing that poisoned it. Like she's not, sorry, she's not a thing. She's a person. I won't. Anyway, we won't get into it. Um. <laughs> so I want to talk for a second I don't know if you saw this but the trope of the sissy villain and I think it feeds into what you're talking about with Scar because Scar is technically like if you look at and what I'm trying to specifically like look at is the contrast between the hero and the villain because the hero is always like super hyper masculine and like really strong and all that kind of thing and so like if you look at Simba kind of the same if you look at Mufasa kind of the same they don't break sexual roles they don't break like gender roles they don't Like go outside of the box, but there there's a trope of a sissy villain where like it's that's what the villain does is goes outside of it and they're like essentially queer coded to be more effeminate, and they will always lose because they're effeminate.
0: In Hercules,
1: like in Hercules for Hades, like in um Peter Pan with Captain Hook, like with uh King John in Robin Hood, like with uh Jafar in Aladdin, like with James in Pokemon. Like with him in the Powerpuff Girls. There's like...
0: Come on, that's actually a really good one. <laughs> thank
1: you. thank you. Jesse's also queer-coded. We won't.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. 100%. Holy shit. Oh, so wow. is Meowth. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. They're like, just like the entire Rocket League.
1: Yeah. You know what I was thinking about recently, though? And what I kind of liked about Kim Possible so we're going to talk about kim possible for a sec because doctor dracken I'm
0: looking she go because i want to be shigo in my Oh, nephew. that's
1: cool you go ahead be shigo i'm going to talk about shigo i'm also going to talk about doctor dracken i'm also going to talk about kim possible and i'm also going to talk about ron stoppable the villain like the villains yeah. yes they've got their queer coding but so did kim possible and ron stoppable so okay. it's not like like both
0: you rewatch that shit on Disney Plus? Like, okay, Kim like has a couple moments and I'm like, girl.
1: Yeah, and that's some queerbaiting where you're like, um, is she gonna get together with Monique? Right? Is that her name? Oops. I,
0: I Let me double check real quick. I'm okay, almost certain it is though.
1: It's my baby, look, it's my baby.
0: Oh, hello, puppy dear. Oh my God, she is giving me looks right now. Did you see that? She was like, she looks like, um, have you seen the movie um Never Ending Story? Well, yes, Chanel looks like Falcor, but that's a whole other part. but like is every
1: Shitsu. Um, like I was riding t- today, I watched Never Ending Story and I was literally I put Teddy between my legs and was running around and was like never ending story. <laughs> the movie I'm an idiot. was just
0: so with the horse, and I just like I can't.
1: I'm Honestly. Just, oh my god, that scene literally I I can't. I can't. We can't talk about it. We can't get into it because I'm gonna die. I
0: pass it every time, I can't. Um, yeah, no, Shih Tzu is 100%, but, like, Chanel sticks her head out the window, and she has, like, a lot of fur, and it's, like, it's exactly that scene, but, um, but then she also, no, sorry, that's a whole other thing, but, okay, what was I gonna say, fuck, 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 yes, Monique is her name, yes, her and Kim had a lot of moments, but I was gonna say something else, and it's just driving, oh, that's what it is, the movie, it's, it's, um, it's Oliver and Company, it's like about those, the, you know what I'm talking about, right? So Oliver Twist. So the poodle, whose name's I, whose name I can't remember. A, Poppy was giving that look when she's doing her whole scene, walking out of her bed and her canopy's lifting up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Again, queer coding and, or queer baiting in that fucking movie. Because yeah. I, oh, fuck, that's such a good, it's such a sad movie, though.
1: I know. Oh, It
0: gets me every time. Just the kittens in a box.
1: That was actually the first movie I saw in theaters. And the theater was actually empty my mom and i were, like my sister and i were like running through the fucking theater <laughs> because it was empty
0: um but i think it's based off of like oliver twist or something isn't it
1: i have no idea i don't even know what oliver twist is about all i know is that the, he asks for like more soup or something who knows <laughs> starting to happen though because people know about queer coding um, is that we're being like, you know what? We're gonna stop watching this if you don't stop and stop doing this. Like, I think that that's what's essentially happening. Like, for example, with Riverdale, Cheryl Blossom was queer coded,
0: yeah,
1: and then it became and a
0: villain again.
1: <laughs> and oh also, um, Jughead was an example of queer baiting as well. If you want, to- oh
0: my god when everyone was talking about, I was like, Riverdale is going to be corny as fuck. It's going to be like a worse version of like, cause I love, you know, teen dramas. Uh, Pretty Little Liars was my shit. Um, Gossip Girl, which is like a whole, it's not even compared to any of those. I'm um, so stoked for Riverdale because Jughead, cause I grew up reading Betty and Veronica comics. I grew up reading Archie. Like we would, I would sit at Tim Hortons with my mom for lunch breaks or dinner cause she would be working all the time. So we'd meet at Timmy's and have dinner together and she would have her magazine and I would have my new Archie comic right like I'm not a like diehard fucking fan I'm always rooting for Betty and um Archie at the time oh I
1: thought you were gonna say Veronica
0: (laughs) (laughs) Veronica in the comics like absolutely drove me fucking insane like she's more of a like they made her very articulate and smart in Riverdale not really the case she's a bit of an airhead in the comics but um I was stoked because I was like, yeah, Jughead is totally asexual. Like, I'm so stoked to see him be, like, a huge foodie and, like, all this shit. And then I watch Riverdale and I'm like, of course it's a fucking stupid love triangle between Betty and Archie and Veronica. That's the whole premise of the fucking comics. Yes. But, like, what the fuck is this trash? Why is Betty pretending to be Veronica Mars, for one? Okay. And, like this fucking, and like here I was thinking, I haven't watched it since like, um I don't know what season because we would drink milkshakes and like laugh at it. And I would scream at my TV. Chris was like, we need to stop watching the show. You get so angry. I'm like, cause it's so stupid, but it's addicting. But like, what the fuck did you do? And like that cheerleading scene outside of the jail, like don't even get me started. And here I was thinking, I was like, oh, they're finally gonna tag it into Sabrina the Teenage with like the remake of Sabrina with this whole weird game board griffins and gargoyles and it didn't happen and i'm like i i'm fucking done because everything i anticipated to make the show actually good just hasn't happened and it's super embarrassing that it's fucking filmed here in canada vancouver why did you let this happen <laughs>
1: vancouver lets too much shit happen
0: oh my god well everything's either filmed like a lot of things are filmed in toronto quebec or bc i guess it's person,
1: like, I you
0: draw the fucking line please exactly, exactly. Sorry, I want to hold it. Yeah, Cheryl was a villain. Then they made her queer. And then poor Tony Topaz has to put up with her fucking crazy shit, keeping her dead brother in the house. Oh, but do you remember um, the Riverdale mystery cartoon?
1: Yeah, Archie's weird mysteries.
0: That was good. It was good. Why couldn't they have done it more like that?
1: You know which one I liked was the one where they all, like four of them went invisible and then they were friends at the end. And I was like, you four friends are like so eclectic. And yeah. I Yeah. Loved- <laughs> Love you, Moose.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. But, like, yeah, that's the whole thing. And then, like, Moose being that was another thing that I, that article didn't talk about, but like, Moose was making fun of um, Betty's best friend. I can't remember his name. Kevin? Kevin? Yes. And then he's hooking up with Moose. Yeah. And, and like, they're doing all these, like, super dangerous, like, hookup in the middle of the fucking forest shit. And I'm like, there was just so many things wrong with this show that it was just like, kind of.
1: You know what? Actually, that brings up a really good point. Let's talk about that for a sec because that happens. It's not like it's not something that happens. So people like, will see that though and be like, that's what queer people do. And it's like, yes, yes, that happens but it doesn't mean that all queer people do it. And that's why queer coding is a problem. And that's why like making it explicit sometimes without actually saying, hey, this, like, that's, it's like, what do we do? Because like with Kevin and Moose, first of all, they weren't, I don't think that they were ever supposed to be together in the first place. Like Kevin no. was his own character. Moose was not gay. And I'm not going to say that he's not gay because like, whatever, they can make him gay. Sure. But like when they were like hooking up in the forest, yes, that happens because people shove it down. Like Moose being homophobic and then going and hooking up with Kevin is a real thing that happens, but it doesn't mean that it's a good thing that happens. Like it I'm needs like- to be broken down. If you going to break it down, don't do it.
0: And that's the thing. They were like, oh, that's dangerous. And Betty's like, don't do that. And I'm like, okay. I And I totally agree. Like, I there are people that I know who have done it. Like, it's a thing. However, if this is a show catered towards children and, like, young teens, maybe more explicitly, don't be like, mm, that's bad. And then have Kevin continue to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you're going to share something that's dangerous, that maybe these kids are now going to start doing. Yep. No, and i'm not saying they're stupid i'm sure they know it's dangerous too but sometimes de- desperate times and if you're not in a state like there's things that can lead up to you making a decision like that explicitly share why this is dangerous put it more in there to be like like it's not like this and you're telling me this small town is just full
1: of like what no what? but like listen also riverdale from the beginning was a problem i looked at it and i was like are you f- Fucking serious oh character isn't an old lady and is hooking up with Archie and for some reason it's being like glorified. Mm-hmm. After that, I was like, you know what? Honestly, like, after first season, first episode, I was like, no, 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 no. This isn't like, happening anymore.
0: Have we not learned anything from Pretty Little Liars with Lucy Hale getting together? Well, I can remember her Aria getting with Ezra. And I've done the math, like he was young twenties, but she was still 15 or 14.
1: It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Like you, like, I have an 18-year-old student i and i were 20. that's still so fuck. That's absolutely something that could possibly fucking happen i mean it's not but like it it's could.
0: Fuck. and like it's not even just like like have we not learned anything from that and like there was just like so many levels to the show like it was trying so hard to cater to like this new age group and it fell so flat because it's only fucking like it's just utter tra- like, even it was like ba- <laughs> Betty like pole dancing in a bar in front of her boyfriend's father and a bunch of other like 30, 40 year, and that's like the initiation process into the thing. Why would you not stop a child from doing that? That's disgusting. Like I just, I can't grasp. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm all for, like, if girls want to wear whatever they want to wear, or anybody wants to wear whatever they want to wear, I am all for that. I am not trying to shame Betty's character, but I think, as an adult, and adults being in that, like, if we're in the show, let's say, why is no adult stopping this child? That's illegal. Quite literally, what they did was illegal. Correct. I just, like, can't wrap my head around, like, all these fuck-ups that they've done, and they've done nothing to rectify any of it and it's considered like this whole i don't know
1: anyway um to summarize this whole entire podcast riverdale (laughs) is trash
0: yeah i i've honestly like at first i thought it was like fun to like just like watch it make fun of it like see where the plots and turns like i can't bring myself to even the acting is shit um ridiculously attractive people on it
1: uh, oh my god kj apa though he like gave poppy he gave me like some kind of like sexual awakening. Like oh, TJ so- Appa can fucking get it. And I would literally let him do anything. But I'm and not, I,
0: I and it. I love um who plays Betty, whose name I'm forgetting. I do love her. Um, but I just think as a whole, that show should just be shut the fuck down. And you know what? Maybe come back to it in 10 years when you're actually aware of what the fuck you're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get your shit together first
0: like I am just like mind blown and it's not even like I know some people are like why are the teenagers going out and doing all this random shit with their parents not knowing I'll be honest with you there's tons of teenagers I myself was one of them I pushed That's my mom true. to the That's brink right. and she was like fuck it fine do what you want so it has nothing to do with that it's just genuinely the storylines are fucking stupid
1: no exactly um okay um I also don't want um, people who are listening to this to think that like queer coding is necessarily always bad. It's not because there are certain representations. For example, Xena, the warrior princess, has been absolutely claimed by the queer people. Like we're like, no, Xena is a queer person. She hates men (laughs) and we're here for it. Like her sidekick. Yes, it was queer baiting. But like it was also kind of like, no, she's ours now. Like you did this, but like, guess what? You're going to live with it. Like Xena's queer. Yeah. So.
0: No, I think it like, like I said, I think I said it earlier. It's just that like, it's not bad. We've claimed things because, you know, we want like those things are in line with our values. It's just unfortunate that we have to go forth and claim them and they can't exactly. just be explicitly explicitly written for us.
1: Yes. Um, the but That's there's
0: nothing the wrong with finding, like there's tons of characters that you and I have like been like, oh yeah, this is, this is who I am. Like, this is my character. Yeah. And and they're not, but you have this certain connection in certain like episodes or certain things the way they're written, and you're like, no, I I relate to this. And that's totally Gucci. Like that doesn't yeah. matter. No. So like real quick, queer coding is a process of oh, yeah. characters and a piece of media, etc., a peer queer based on a series of characteristics that are traditionally stereotypically associated with queerness.
1: Yes um so the problems come from coding only villains as queer yes and it also comes from uh shit what was the other one
0: casting them only as when villains. you don't
1: say it explicitly
0: yeah
1: so when you the other problem is when you don't say it explicitly like just it's say it explicitly
0: queer baiting
1: yeah that's queer baiting that's queer coding all in a nutshell you're welcome thank you for coming to the podcast welcome to season two
0: and have <laughs> you it to me
1: Happy birthday to Sam! She is so beautiful. She loves to do podcasts, and um, Chanel is cool too. Oh, it's beautiful! Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. It's so sweet. You're welcome.